You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 all right it is cash to ticket and i mean it is it, there's super wild card weekend and then in our world it's super duper wild card weekend because not only are jim and i here and ready and uber prepared and excited to talk about awesome games but this dude's got a turkey sandwich and i'm hearing him eating it down the line and it's making me so hungry it's disgusting super duper we got Jim Everything Bread Costa and me, your boy Mikey, here with you on a Friday. Jim, what's going on, buddy? Well, I won't eat on the podcast, but yes, I, I'm no, excited no, no. to, I to want finish you to real this. slow no, for the people. That's not real good for slow. anybody. No, no. I want, here's what I'm going to do. I, just re- people, slowly right now, you're listening to this podcast. Jim, I want you to take a luxurious bite of this Everything Bread Turkey sandwich that you. <laughs> See, no Please. one wants to hear it. That's like when Jim Leland, Tiger manager, would eat like in the post-game <laughs> press conference. <laughs> little meat with the media. And he's got like his tuna salad. Yeah, no thanks. Nobody wants to hear that. What do you mean I should have taken a round of the seventh inning? <laughs> Pretty good impression. All right, let's do Sorry. this. Super wild card weekend. Cash a ticket presented by FanDuel. Before we go to the board, Mike, I wanted to get yeah, your buddy. thoughts on five quarterbacks who I think have a lot to prove as we kick off the postseason. Everybody else, I think there's much less pressure. But of these five quarterbacks, I want you to rank them. Who is under the most pressure headed into the NFL postseason? The five quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson, one and three in playoff games, never out of the divisional round. Josh Allen, four and four in the playoffs, roller coaster ride, never been to a Super Bowl. Can he really be a top three quarterback if he doesn't break through? I got Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, and Tua all in that category as well. The top five quarterbacks with the most pressure on them. All right. So number one with a bullet uh, will forever be Dak Prescott because you play for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just no bigger pressure spot. I Look, hot take, I guess. I believe if they lose to the Packers, Mike McCarthy will be fired. I'm with you. On the spot, won't be allowed to leave the stadium. Lamar would come in at two because here's the deal. You can have as many MVPs as you want. If you do not perform in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. And his playoff numbers have been awful. Josh Allen would be next. I'm with you. And look, last week, yes, I won. Wee, I won the monies. Josh Allen, three red zone turnovers. And the bottom line is they've accepted this as part of his game. 
and I hate it. I don't accept it. Josh Allen needs to go out and play really good football, and if they lose, it can't be because of him. It can't be because he cost them points doing something stupid. Um, you know, the Tua thing, minor disagreement. You know, I think he had a big year. Now you're going into this game. They're missing nine starters. You're in negative five temps. I, I don't know, man. So I, he I'm would not, be five out you know of five. What? You'd put Goff fourth. He'd be five out of five, and I know you and I have a bet. You hate Tua. I like him. We talked about this weekend being a determining factor. So this weekend is his everything bread. Mm-hmm. This is if he wins, he gets a delightful turkey sandwich on everything bread. If he loses, he's me, hungry and alone. <laughs> the other quarterbacks in the playoffs, and you tell me if I miss somebody. Mahomes already has two Super Bowls. Stafford won a Super Bowl. Flacco has a Super Bowl, and he's old. Stroud's a rookie, loves first year as a starter. Mason Rudolph isn't even supposed to be here. Baker's Baker. Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant. And Jalen Hurts had the Super Bowl run a year ago. I don't know that there's the same degree of pressure on any of those guys than the five I already listed. I agree completely. No, I think you've nailed it. I do. I have a QB stat, and then we'll go to the board. QBs making their first playoff start versus QBs with playoff experience are 17-35-1 against the number since 2 17-36 straight up. So it's the same thing. You don't win and you don't cover. Four quarterbacks qualify. Stroud against Flacco, Tua against Mahomes, Mason Rudolph against Josh Allen, and Jordan Love against Dak Prescott. The numbers would tell us that three of the four are going to lose. Yes. Oh, I, and, and, and listen, I don't know that I could pick a rookie – Without points. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I there's no straight-up rookie, this guy, win game. Like, the only reason I will consider a couple of these first-time playoff guys is the spreads. And yeah. that's the beauty of what we well, do. They're all dogs. It's really hard to do it. It's just a, it's a brutal existence to win in the playoffs. And to do it when you have never been there, foreshadowing, scared about the Lions' lack of experience, um, it makes it something to consider. That's a real good one. All right, with that, let's go to the board. It's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more chronological. Two teams we've really enjoyed this season. It's the Browns laying two and a half against the Texans. It's Saturday, 4.30, NBC. Noah Eagle, Todd Blackledge, Catherine Tappan. Every side, every total. I am locked and loaded. You, you want me to, Can I take the lead on this one? Please. Because this game, Jim, it represents something I don't know that I've ever done. I don't think I've ever started a week wanting something to be the BGB and through the course of the week, talking my way right to the other side. I started, I love the Browns. And then I really started digging into this game. Now, let's get the betters stuff out of the way. Everyone is betting the Cleveland Browns and the line is going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Red flags everywhere. Mm -hmm. You are now, forget about seeing threes. You're seeing two-and-a-halves and and twos. Everyone's betting the Browns. All right, sound the alarm. Here's the other thing I started looking at. Home and road splits for the Browns defense, Mm -hmm. the defense that I love. Holy shit. They are 10 points per game worse on the road. Then I factor in, well, what makes them worse? It's, It's that they live on turnovers they live on them they're reliant upon them well what do the texans not do they don't turn it over then i then i got real in the weeds here 
and I went, wait a minute. So I'm going to bet a Browns team who has turned it over. Flacco throws picks every game. And I'm going to bet on a road team who has the singular worst kicker in the playoffs. They've gone from Dustin Hopkins, who was top five in the league, to an unemployed Lions castaway. Shout out Riley Patterson. I'm going to put my money in Riley Patterson's hands. I mean, extra points are not safe. (laughs) Field goals are not safe. Jim, I actually have ended up on the Texans plus two and a half, and I feel like utter human filth. Can you be utter human filth and be someone I'm proud of at the same time? Because you are. <laughs> because you are, buddy. I thought we were going to have to duel this out. Am I the human filth out. or am I someone you're proud of? In this case, both. I thought we were going to have to duel it out in this one, but you and I have arrived at the same conclusion. The Browns are public, and a lot of this is centered on, uh, it's a rookie QB against a great defense. But don't we think Stroud is better than the typical rookie quarterback? Didn't he prove that this season? So I do like Houston. I like him at home, stopping the run, and getting turnovers. The Browns commit the most turnovers in the league, 37. That's more than two a game. Flacco has eight picks in the five games. You tell me a home side, getting points, getting turnovers, getting extra possessions. I'm going to back C.J. Stroud here. Let's go Houston. Yeah. Now, total. I lean over. Number looks high. We go higher. I mean, everyone will say, well, it's a battle to get to 20. This number's chilling out at 44 and a half. I think over is your play. You got an indoor game, one of the only non-weather games of the weekend. You're, you just talked about one team's going to turn it over a bunch. You got a superstar rookie QB on the other end. These two teams faced each other already. You know D'Amico Ryans will have something dialed up. Uh, will Anderson, that pass rush versus the Browns' backup tackles. Browns' defense versus C.J. Stroud. Like, you, you can just feel like, you know what, this game's going to be a little higher scoring, might be wacky, might be some turnovers both ways. Do you know uh, I the, lean over. Do you know what the score Texans was plus score in the first game? Go ahead, hit me. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. It was 30, 38 to 23. I mean, the over hit, and that's without C.J. Stroud. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think the over's the play here, too. I'll play both. You want to play both? Sheepishly, Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for Wild Card Weekend. I'm so excited to just please let my flight land so I can get home and just watch games. Wait, is that at please risk? and thank you? Is, is there at risk of that happening with all this, well, the no, weather? Just, buddy, it's winter and you're leaving New York City yeah. to fly anywhere, and it's like, I, dude, you get scared. There's wind. There's snow. There's elements. My life is elements. Uh, I'm with you though, Texans and over. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game. Me too, but. I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CASH. Cash, C-A-S-H, 
for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go to the next one. I have Chiefs laying four against the Dolphins, totals 44. This is the Peacock exclusive game with Mike Tirico, Jason Garrett, and Kaylee Hartung. You got a problem with the Peacock exclusive? Big, big news this week. A lot of people are pissed off. A lot of people are upset. I just wanted your take. You're a young guy. So it's less of an issue to me, but it is still an issue. I mean, you're making people pay for this. Every other game is over-the-air cable. Every other game is essentially free to most people. Now, I have Peacock. I mean, part of it is doing this and watching games and all the exclusives. I don't know that I buy the excuse that it's hard to find. Everything's an app. Your smart TV is your phone on a bigger scale. It's not hard to find, but it's the money. It's the greed, I think, that rubs people the wrong way, and I, I understand that. Okay. You you I have just, an issue uh, with listen. it? Um, I don't like it. I think it's unnecessary. I do think it greed. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's over the top to me. Like, oh, but they paid 110 million. You wouldn't say no. And I'm like, right, but they've already got how many billion do they really need this? I would just prefer not to be old man yelling at clouds. I would just prefer to be able to flip the channel and watch what I want to watch. Um, 
But let's talk about the game. Chiefs laying four and a half. Your total in this game, I want to make sure I got the latest one here. Hold on. I apologize. Your total is 44 and a half. So, look, the headline is going to be two ways. This is a brutal weather game. Brutally cold in Kansas City. Have you seen? Minus five. Yep. Yeah, I mean, tickets are going for 40 bucks a pop, which is unheard of at Arrowhead. And it's the Miami Dolphins in the cold. All right. Well, it's well, that's a cliche, Mike. Yeah, well, it's true. Um, but it just is. The Dolphins are horrendous organizationally in the cold. Tua in his four career starts in the cold. Three of them have been atrocious. One of them has been good. But overall, 55% completion rate, four touchdowns, five picks. No bueno. So you arrive at this point where you go, okay, well, what else? How about the Dolphins being down like nine starters? I mean, top three edge rushers. No Bradley Chubb. No Van Ginkle, no Jalen Phillips. Down a starting linebacker. Did anyone bask in the glory of Melvin Ingram at age 50 being asked to cover people 40 yards down the field? Not good. Holy shit. I mean, really? Um, You look now, I know this week we're going to get Jalen Waddell back until he's not back. I mean, he's made of paper mache. Uh, Mostert should play. The Chiefs, I hate them. I think Chiefs are ass. And if the Chiefs brought in just about anybody else, if it was Chiefs Browns, it could be Chiefs Steelers, it could be Chiefs, it could be Chiefs Texans, it could be you, you, literally anybody else, I would have bet against the Chiefs. I, Jim, I don't want to lay four and a half points with Kansas City. I just don't because their offense. Look, Jalen Ramsey will take Rashi Rice away. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Where's that football going? You can't say Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's basically a refrigerator box. He's he's not Travis Kelsey is not a plus player at this point in his career. So I go, all right, what are the Chiefs going to do? Just hammer to rock? Low scoring game? I mean, what twenty to seventeen's off the table? I don't want to take the four and a half. I don't want to lay the four and a half. This is the singular game of the weekend. I am. I really don't have an intention on betting, and I need your help. Well, I'm not going to help you, and and I'm going to do something that I would not condone. This is one of those don't follow along I have to I'm pot committed I'm back in the Kansas City Chiefs in the spot I got a ticket for them to win the Super Bowl I refuse to bury him I think they're winning this game and then it becomes a question of you are getting a bad number but Mike the last time these two teams played Kansas City won by seven and this Miami Dolphins team is half the team that they played the first time I think an injury you didn't mention Connor Williams their center loud game Chris Jones in the interior. I, I think two is going to be in for a rough day. I don't know how many points they score. I think this is like a 24 to 13. Kansas City ekes it out. Pacheco, a couple hundred yard games recently. Andy Reid schemes something up. This is still Chiefs at Arrowhead, and I'll back Mahomes under a touchdown. I mean, this is so couple this, notes. This is this is a couple play notes. for me. Yeah. So some game script stuff. You brought it up. I think this is a big Pacheco game. Physical runner, runs hard, angry. I mm-hmm. love the kid. Uh, anytime touchdown, you're sitting at even money. Rushing yards, you're sitting at 64.5 at minus 114. I even would give a little look here to the rushing attempts. Isaiah Pacheco, over 15.5. So, for instance, let's say you do the rushing attempts, let's say you do the rushing yards, and let's say you get a touchdown. This is probably a road to nowhere, but, well, whatever. Uh, they don't let you combine the carries for some unforeseen reasons. Bottom line, let's say you did the yards, 64.5 plus a touchdown. You're sitting at plus 200. If you want to reverse it out and you want to go with the carries, like I talked about, that takes the pressure away from 
yardage. Maybe it's a little bit more of a grindhouse. All right, hold on. Rush attempts, beep, up, boop, up, beep, over to 16 and a half. They don't, they don't let you put the attempts with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, my bad. Would a would a Pacheco centric SGP interest you? Yeah, and I like the carries maybe separate as a solo bet because if you think game scripted again, weather what zero degrees, negative one, it's gonna feel like below thirty with the wind. Yeah, I mean, if it's a windy day, you probably play on the ground. The Chiefs, for everybody who focuses on the homes and the drops and the receivers, they got a good middle of that offensive line. Creed Humphrey at the center of it. Pacheco, even if he breaks one or two runs, maybe hits the yardage total. But I think the carries, the game script, I do like the Pacheco. What, you had 16 and a half carries? That makes sense to me. Yeah, now here's what scares me a little bit. Just remember, minus five, wind chills up to minus 20, rock hard turf, one fall, one collarbone, yeah. your bet is tits up. But uh, for the people, I told you, I was coming prepared today. I was ready to party. Uh, Pacheco TD, minus 105. You got Pacheco yards, over 63 and a half. And if you want to get real deep into the uh, the Jim Costa world of props, Pacheco carries over 16 and a half. Uh, all three of those seem super interesting. Also, if you want to go even deeper, because deeper and deeper into a state of complete relaxation, shout out office space. Chris Jones to to get a sack, minus one ten. Okay, I like you that brought too. Up the, yeah, yeah, you, uh, uh, buddy. Buddy, it's Super Wild Card Weekend. I got to be a super partner for you. I'm well, here. you're trying to find ways to play this because you won't take the bad number that I'm taking. I. I don't, you know what, Jim? You might be laughing your balls off when they win by three touchdowns. You know why I don't like that number. I know. And it's just, I'm rooting for you. I just, I, I don't I just, have this any... is, I'm seeing red. I can't stop myself from betting this game. It's the Dolphins in the cold. It's the Dolphins against a team with a winning record. It's a Dolphins team that's beat up. And it's, I'm still going to, until they lose, I'm riding the Kansas City Chiefs the whole way to the Super Bowl. So I'm in at four Question. and a half. How is Mike McDaniels going to wear capri pants in zero-degree weather? I, what? How is that going to happen? You know, the, the Air Force ones <laughs> yes. with no socks and untied? Like, I'm worried about Mike McDaniels. Oh, he's going to have to bundle up. It's non-negotiable. You can't act like an offensive lineman and, and get all tough. and what, Don't they, like, rub the Vaseline on themselves? He's not going to do any of that. Bundle up. Come on. Okay. Had to throw it out there. All right, let's move it on. Sunday, we start with the Bills. Another weather game laying 10 against the Steelers. Tiny total, 36 and a half. This one's on CBS. This is Jim Nance. Jim! With Tony Romo, Ooh, Jay Jim. Feely, and uh, Tracy Wolfson. All right, what are we doing with this one? Well, quick note, it's down to nine and a half. Because, Ooh. believe it or not, um, a good majority of the money is on the Steelers. I don't like the Bills laying big points. They never get home. They never cover. I mean, they'll win a game by six, win a game by seven. You got to win this game by 10. Now, last check, time of taping, they're not moving this game to Cleveland. Correct. There was talk that that could happen. It's not happening. So, break down exactly absurd. why they were considering it. Weather's supposed to be 20 mile an hour winds, gusts of over 30 miles an hour, and it's going to feel like single digits. Yeah, I, I was, I actually had read this morning there could be gusts of 45 wow. to 50 miles an hour. Wow. Um, this is another game where I think props could be interesting. I think Josh Allen rushing props, super interesting. I think Najee Harris carries yards, a touchdown. I actually looked at the the under in this game. Mm -hmm. When you go low, we go lower. 
36 and a half. You need to tell me how the Steelers score. Well, if they're going to do it, it's going to be pounding the rock. They don't have another out. They don't have a choice. Mason Rudolph can't run, and Mason Rudolph has a lollipop arm. And we're going to go in these this weather and do this? I, I, I can't. For the Bills, if you forced me to pick, I'd pick the Bills. I'd lay the points. I just feel like Josh Allen, the running game, stay patient. Let's just business trip. Get out of here with a win, uh, you know, 20 to 7 or something like that. You tell me, Jim. I'm looking for your help on it. I like the under, and I'm going to play the under. Everybody Wait, likes what? the under, but I'm with you. Steelers 11 and 6 on unders. Bills 11 and 6 on unders. And I do think the weather is a huge reason why this number's as low as it is. 36 you know and a half grab, grab. At a seven. You know, I'm sorry. I, I totally apologize, buddy. I didn't mean to trip over there. Um, wild card weekend. Unders. Last 40 years of the sport, it hits at like 70%. Well, and grab it now because this is going to keep going down. It's getting bet lower and lower. 36 and a half. We're still over some key numbers, right? So yes. I, th- yes. I think we grab it now before it gets too low. Storyline in the game, if you want to lean on the side, I can't bet Mason Rudolph and the low wattage Steelers, right? No TJ Watt. They're a completely different team without him. I would be nervous to lay nine and a half with the fact that we don't think many points are going to be scored, period. And Josh Allen may give you a free fumble or a free interception, or they may not get any points in the red zone because he goes Josh Allen. To me, the under is the best way to play this game. Player prop-wise, what is Allen's rushing total? Sure. Okay, so your rushing yards. Now, I'm interested two ways here. I'm interested in Najee Harris, big physical back, got it rolling a little bit last week against the Ravens split squad. But two ways. Allen, 38-and-a-half, equal juice, minus 114, over or under. Najee Harris, equal juice, over or under, 60 and a half. Okay, so he's been really good lately, and they've just accepted that they're going to have to run the ball. Bill's run defense was a sieve early in the year. They've been much better lately, which to me means that number's priced right about what I would suspect. Yeah. How about carries? Josh Allen carries over under eight and a half. Over is minus 128, under minus 104. Seems Remember, a little high, but... QB sneaks are a carry. Yeah, you're right. Two or three fourth and shorts. In a, I like Najee Harris as well, over 15 and a half. I, I like that one more. I don't know that there's any other path for the Steelers to be competitive in this game. If you're not yeah. going to bet the Bills lay in the nine and a half points because you think it's close, yeah, Najee carries. Here's your touchdowns. And I think there is, I'm not going to scream like Jim, value. Everything, Brad. Um, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, plus 105. Yeah, And I think that speaks speaks to the premium of points in this game. James Cook is plus 140, but that's not where I'd go for running backs. I really think Najee Harris is an interesting play, plus 215. Wow. Anytime touchdown. To me, that says the books are telling you the Steelers might not score a touchdown. Right. No, no, I, I don't disagree with no, you. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad play. I'm saying that supports our under even more when you read that. Yeah, I think the over 15 and a half carries and an anytime at plus 105 is interesting for Najee. Um, and I'm with Jim on this. Look, Allen, I think you got to be involved on a carries or yardage or anytime touchdown basis on the ground. Let's think about this. 
How much are they really going to be throwing the ball? I have doubts. Here's the other angle. If you're like, guys, you're overthinking it. Team A is good. Team B is bad. The Pittsburgh Steelers have played 11 games without the services of T.J. Watt. They're 1-10. in 10. They're horrific. Against the spread, 4-6-1, so not even like they cover either. No. Now, the Allen thing, for me, I think the over 8.5 carries is very interesting. Uh, I know Jim doesn't like it as much as I do, but I factor in at least three tush pushes slash goal line carries. Are there five, six other carries throughout the course of the game? Can you pull up passing yards for these two quarterbacks? You betcha. Happy to do it. Um, Here we go. Passing props. Josh Allen, 213.5 equal juice. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph, 155.5 equal juice. I know. I know. <laughs> the reason I ask, I saw a clip. It was uh, Nate Burleson on CBS, and they were doing some breakdown, and he had a stat in games of this this level of cold. Allen averages like 180 passing yards a game. So there may be yeah. some value in the under there, but it's tough. Here, you like passing attempts? Now, sure. See, this is one I I don't know how you would bet this. Josh Allen's pass attempts, twenty eight and a half. Mm. I I why would you throw the ball thirty times in these weather conditions? Presumably with a lead, presumably in terrible weather. That's a little too deep down the rabbit hole for me. So I think I think you'd prefer it. yards over attempts, right? If you're going to go yes. under with one of the two, okay. Yeah. Um, look, I think over the carries. I think over the yards, and I think uh, anytime TD are all in play here if you like it okay. for Josh Allen. So the game for me, under 36.5. Najee over 15.5 carries, anytime TD plus 105. Allen over 8.5 carries, over 35 rushing yards, or an anytime touchdown plus 105. All considerables. Absolutely on the board, though, is going to be under 36.5. I have to. Yep. I put they that down low, for both of we us. Go lower. Yep. Yep. I love all the props you have this week. This is like a brand new Buddy, Mike Valeni. It's, I, I, it's I, outstanding. Just, after our experience with St- Shane Steichen, I felt like I owed to dive in here wild card weekend because what I didn't want to do is be the pod going, well, you know, I don't really like this particular game. Listen here, bitch. There's six games. Fucking gamble. Let's go. We're playing all of them in some way, shape, or form with (laughs) some double dips included. That's right. There's no portion of this everything bread that doesn't have seasoning. (laughs) little sesame seed, little poppy seed. We're ready to go. All right. Four o'clock on your Sunday. It's the Cowboys and the Packers. It's on Fox. It's Burkhart, Olsen, Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi. Cowboys, I'm seeing sevens, maybe some seven and a halfs out there. What do you see? Seven and a halfs. Oh, I like at that. Seven and, at seven and a half, I'm leaning Packers. And I, listen, allow me a moment. I did a copious breakdown of this uh, on my kickoff show that I just recorded this morning here in New York. And Boomer thought I was insane. But work with me. I deep dove into this game. This is what happens when you're on the tarmac for an extra 30 minutes. Um, First of all, no team has more pressure on them than the Dallas Cowboys. That matters. You have a propensity to play tight. I think that crowd will turn on them. You can't underestimate it. So then we go, all right, well, what about the matchup? The Packers, it comes down to what do they do best. Now, I understand they have beat some bad teams. And it's Jordan Love, first-time playoff starter. But what do they do best? 
pass protection. Mm -hmm. They are elite at pass protection. You know what's really interesting with the Cowboys? That for all of the splendor that is Micah Parsons, the other guys have been kind of average. If the Packers are able to keep love clean to the tune of a sub-25% pressure rate, they're actually damn near unbeatable. When they allow pressure of 25% or more dropbacks, they're 4-6. and six. The Cowboys as a team, this is what scares me. You know how many times this season they've pressured the QB 25% or more? How often? 14, 14 times. Um, the other thing that does scare me a bit, Packers defensively, I hate their linebackers. Devondre Campbell's a tank, but he's, I, I don't like him in coverage. Mm -hmm. I don't like their safeties. I just feel like CeeDee Lamb's going to go all over the place. But the bottom line is, Jim, this Cowboy defense, can't the Packers with their – they don't have one guy to take away. They don't have one player you have to stop. They got weapons everywhere, right? Good, mm -hmm. young weapons. You're giving me seven and a half. Am I nuts to really like the Packers here? I like the Packers and the points. And, I mean, you can make the case outright, but we're not – we're not doing that. I am not doing that. But I think especially with that seven and the hook, and those are out there. They've been out there all week. I like it. couple key things. Cowboys, terrible team against the spread in the playoffs. And it's because you know, Dallas, a lot of public money historically, big brand since 1997. Three, it's 12, an inflated number. Yeah, 312 yes, it's an and inflated one. number. Mike, 312 yes. and one against the spread in the playoffs since 97. How Dak, about that? Isn't Dak, Dak 0 and 5? 1 and 5 is what I have against the spread in his career in the playoffs. He ranks 85 out of 88 QBs against the spread the last 20 years. So, yeah, we're looking for a cover here. Packers have won three straight. Aaron Jones is, checks notes, alive. 100 yards rushing in the last three games. Mm -hmm. Love. I can't even believe this stat. Second in the NFL in touchdown passes with 32. He's got young receivers, a good scheme, healthy lead back in Aaron Jones. The only risk I have is the Packers. I have this note, youngest playoff team since the 74 Bills. But there might be a little bit of like, we don't know what we don't know. We're underdogs. We're just here to play spoiler. And I think seven and a half is a good number. If you're going to play Cowboy-centric things. I have a player um, prop for I, you. Yeah, I was going to say I'm all in on the C.D. Lamb stuff. Because if you look at Green Bay, Bill Barnwell did a really nice piece this week on ESPN. But Green Bay, the middle of that defense, dude, this is this has got CD written all over it. Or, now the yardage total is tough. Or do you know who's the most targeted tight end in the red zone in the NFL this season? Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Can you pull up what he is to score a touchdown in this game? Because. I think that attacks that slow middle linebacker, interior linebacker spot for the Packers. He may get one in the red zone. He may have one that he catches outside the red zone that he just kind of, you know, right. putters in. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this two ways. We're we're going double dip on this. Jake Ferguson, anytime TD plus one sixty five. Mm -hmm. Jake Ferguson first touchdown plus twelve hundred. <laughs> Put him in. Put him in. We're gambling this weekend. Let's go. What is the end what? time again? I'm writing it down. Plus, plus 165. Yeah, and then plus 1,200. First TD, plus 1,200. That's Why? incredible. Because we can. Uh, I also wanted to get your opinion here. I was leaning under in this game. Really? I that mean, it's a, big, a, it's a big number. It's the second biggest on the board. Well, think about this. What's the Packers' weakness on defense? Stopping the run. Cowboys maybe dial it down just to scotch. Packers with a young QB on the road. What are they going to want to do? Attempt to run it. 
attempt to possess it. Now, I, I get it. This game could potentially go haywire. But what did we talk about and what covers over the last 40 years and Wild Card Week and what covers almost 70% of the time? The under. Mm-hmm. That is a big total at 51. That's a big number. It would be, be a lean it, under. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet it. Yeah. Um, Ferguson. Ferguson mania on the touchdown bets. Now, let me give you the C.D. Lamb stuff. Because C.D. to me, this is one where I don't know how, I don't know how they're stopping him. And by the way, Jair Alexander rolled his ankle in a jog through yesterday. Did you see that? I did not. That's a big deal. Uh, it is. Uh, if, if he's anything other than 100%. I thought this was an interesting one. C.D. Lamb, longest reception, 27 and a half yards. Any interest? He could pop a big play, right? I mean, I think outside of Tyree Kill and, and um, Shahid, he's one of the better big play receivers in football. I don't hate that. So here's your chalkiest same-game parlay you could ever have. I mean, just just ever. It, it, it like, tell me if you like this. C.D. Lamb over seven and a half catches. C.D. over a hundred yards, and C.D. a touchdown. Here's your problem: the odds are shit. You well, only yeah. get plus one seventy-five. Yeah, it, it's correlated, so they they're not going to give you what. Yeah, you would, and yeah. it's it sucks because the correlation is why you want to bet it. Correct. They know what they're doing. They're so so smart. what you have to do, you have to throw in something unrelated to really get the juice, but that's when you take on the risk. I mean, that's the whole game. No, I know what we're doing. Hold on. This is going to be the Jake Ferguson Memorial. What? Okay, hold He's on. still I alive. I got your correlation right here. Correlate this. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? CeeDee Lamb over 100 yards. CeeDee Lamb over seven and a half receptions. Jake Ferguson First touchdown scorer, plus 2,997. Come on. All right, log off. Log off. Come on. How how does it not hit? (laughs) Are you? I'm actually going to play something very small just so I can send you that ticket. Please. Uh, I'm I'm going all in. Just to keep track, are you betting the Packers like I am at seven and a half? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, I am. We have very similar cards, but this next game. Oh, we're going down in flames. We're going down in flames. (laughs) This next card is where we diverge. Sunday night, 30 years in the making. Lions home playoff game. They lay three against the Rams. Storylines galore. It's Tariko Collinsworth, Melissa Stark. The total's 51 and a half. It's Stafford's return. It's Goff's revenge. Where are you at? Why do I have to go first? Oh, I'll go first. I have no issue going first. I want you to go first. Okay. I want you to go first. A lot of what's been discussed this week is Stafford and the receiver's Pukunakua and Cooper Cup and challenging the Lions secondary. Couple notes. The Rams' offense is built on their ground game. McVay's offense, he's stubborn. They established the run maybe too much. He's too conservative at times. But they are 5-1 and one when Kyron Williams runs for 100 yards. The Lions have an elite run defense. Third in the NFL, zero running backs have run for 100 yards against him. I don't even think they've given up an 80-yard rusher when we're looking at running backs. You take Kyron out of the game. The Rams went 1-3 and three in games without him in the middle of the season. You take Stafford back to his roots. No ground game. Got to air it out. And the Lions defense is not good in the secondary. But they've made the adjustment lately. They blitz a lot more. Feast or famine, but in the last four games, giving up just 20 points per game, 13 sacks, 7 interceptions, 2 fumbles. That averages out to 3 sacks a game, 2 turnovers a game. That's the formula here. You go Stafford as a dog with no run game in a hostile environment. Lions are going to score. Their own line's healthy. They're going to maul. They're going to feed off the energy. 
And Mike, the betting note on this, 70% of the bets and the money are on the Rams. The line is holding firm at three, so I will fade the public. I will play my Lions. This is the spot we've been waiting for. It's made for TV drama. Um, It's as if this was designed in a lab. Uh, The fact that Stafford's coming back. I I spent so much time on this game, and I have to fight what I want to happen versus what I think will happen. What I want to happen is for the Lions to win by 50, for these poor fans to get this moment of, of ecstasy and joy, and frankly, for this organization to get this 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 Acme cartoon safe off of their back of one playoff win since 57. But what Jim brings up, guys, I got to be honest, I think it just adds a shitload of unnecessary pressure to these guys. This idea that they're at home and favored, um, the fact that it is Stafford back in town, and this is a team that has no playoff experience whatsoever. Like, yeah, it's Goff and then literally three other humans. Now, here's where I, I started getting into it, Jim. And you can you can say, Mike, I agree, disagree, that's garbage, you're garbage. Away we go. Your point about Kyron, you already ha- handled it. There's, there's no argument. It's your rush D versus a running back in Kyron Williams who's turned into a superstar and a guy who has an average less than 4.2 yards a carry since September 25th. What do you do with that? What do you make of it? I don't know what to tell you. Your power stat about getting to 100, I'd have a hard time believing Kyron Williams gets to 100 yards this game. Do I believe he could be a pacemaker? Can you give me uh, 22 carries for uh, 91 yards? You know, can you give me 24 carries for, you know, 96? Can you be a pacemaker? I think that's plausible. But here's what's super interesting, Jim. I started the cap is if Sam Laporta doesn't play. And you joined me at 5 o'clock the other day on on my regular show, and you delivered uh, value, if you will. Sam Laporta is accountable for 48 first downs this season. 48. He has become a superstar tight end. Uh, He is George Kittle. He is Kelsey. Uh, He is Mark Andrews. Sam Laporta is a stud. He's hurt. I do not believe in my heart he's playing. I don't believe it. I think the Lions are being smart. They're telling you he's improving. They're telling you, hey, by the time you guys hear this, the injury report will be out. I can't change that. I'm capping this as if I believe he will not play. If they don't have Sam Laporta, I now can roll all my coverage Tom on Ross St. Brown. And you know what you don't have, Jim? You don't have Sam Laporta in your run game where he's a plus-plus blocker. And you don't have Sam Laporta in your passing game where, frankly, Jared Goff looks for him damn near as much as he looks for Amon Ra. I think it's a crippling loss. Then I factored in the following. Believe it or not, the Rams have become an elite pass-rushing team since Week 9. And they move Aaron Donald all over the place. This idea he's just a defensive tackle, people aren't paying attention. And I think what they're going to do, I think they're going to put Aaron Donald on passing downs. They're going to put him right over Taylor Decker. And then they're going to they're gonna go old school, wide nine technique like the Lions used to do mm-hmm. with Sue. They're going to overload the other side of the line. I have major questions of how Jared Goff will function without Laporta. And then here's what's interesting. Do you know, for all the time we spent complaining about Aaron Glenn, do you know that by season's end, the Lions blitzed at the eighth highest rate in all of football? Mm-hmm. Do you know who's terrible against blitz? Who? Matthew Stafford. He actually is terrible against blitz. 
And you know who doesn't use a lot of play action anymore, even though that's how they made their calling card? Sean McVay, Mm -hmm. the Rams. They don't play pass a whole lot. So now I go, all right, coaching edge. I get terrified of Dan Campbell in a playoff game. Is it Dan Campbell? Is it Dan Gamble? Jim, I, I am just telling you, teams, this was another power stat. I sent it to you and Evan privately last night. Teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, who make it and are favorites in the wild card round, cover roughly 30% of the time. That's the Lions. I'm terrified, and I'm taking a heel turn. I don't want this to happen. I'm willing to be wrong so people can be happy. I'm taking the Rams plus three. I feel like human trash. The Laporta stat, right? 48 first downs, third most among tight ends in football. I do not want to minimize his absence. However, I'm going to attempt to do that right now. The Lions had four (laughs) players with 1,000 yards this season. They're a pretty diverse offense. They are built two running backs with 1,000 yards from scrimmage and Amon Ross St. Brown, who does thrive in some of the same areas on the field. Last year, when they traded away TJ Hawkinson, they got remarkable production, like ridiculous levels of tight end production from the following. Brock Wright, Shane Zilstra, and, I don't know, Mike's dog. They were able to scheme guys open, and I think that's the Ben Johnson effect here. Am I a little nervous about the the stat you gave? I think that's indicative of inexperience, right? Not being in the playoffs, then being thrust in as a favorite. Are you a little nervous? Mike, of course I'm nervous. This is my team in a a spot they've never been in. This is the playoffs. It's the whole season reduced to 60 minutes. Of course I'm nervous, but this team has shown over and over again that they can handle adversity, and I think they will be the ones dictating a lot more than the Rams will because – Sure, move Aaron Donald around. You know who wasn't afraid of Aaron Donald the first time they faced? Panay Sewell. He was, like, trying to find him in scrums. Come over here. Let's fight right now on the field. I think that's the energy this offensive line brings, and I'm not nervous about the Rams' pass rush. I want you to be right. I do. I just – I'm guarding against what I want to happen versus what the number tells me. The fact that, yeah, okay, everyone's betting on the Rams, and the number is just sitting there. See, we interpret just, that differently. Can we can we go through that for a second? Because it was three sure. and a half. It was bet down to three, but they've held the line at three. The books, I if, know. if books are supposed to move lines accordingly, no, no. but if you wanted to even the money out, why have they not even flashed to two and a half to get Lions buyback to even the books? Mm. Remember, they don't want some massive liability. It just doesn't add up to me. Look, buddy. I want it. I don't want to turn this into Lions Rams as the whole pod. I want to be wrong. I hope I lose my money. I don't want to do radio shows all next week when this team doesn't win this playoff game. I'm going to take the three. Now, is there value? No, none. From a value standpoint, the number's probably right. But you know what they're telling you? They're telling you the Lions and the Rams are the Spider Man meme. The only difference is the game's in Detroit. I'm going to take the Rams, take three. Oh, I hate myself. I feel like such a piece of shit. I'm sorry, everybody. There's no feelings in gambling. I I know. And by the way, this game, big for us locally. I think this is the biggest, juiciest storyline of the week. So we will make it the delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Lions, Mm. Rams, the feature presentation. You agree that's the most interesting game? I know we feel that way locally. But if someone's listening to this Uh, podcast from, I don't know, uh, Arkansas, Moines. Florida. Yeah, Des Moines. Okay. Do you feel like this is the juiciest game of the weekend? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's not even close. 
way more interesting than the final game. Monday night football, Eagles laying three at the Buccaneers, totals 43 and a half. This is Monday night football, ESPN, ABC, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Lisa Salters. You want me to start with this All one right. too? It's been a great pod, Jim. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Here's my cap on this. Someone's got to win the game. I mean, what an awful playoff game. Awful. Here, start the cap with, are the Philadelphia Eagles interested in playing football for money? Because I don't know. They look miserable. Miserable, Jim. And it all points right back to Nick Sirianni. There is a serious problem here. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your your cap on this because I, I don't know what the hell this team is. This is the cost of lock this week. No. No. You can't cost a lock the Eagles. That's illegal. I'm cost locking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, baby. I'm going Baker Mayfield, home underdog here. You're right. The Eagles are in free fall, yet they're a public side. I'm getting more points to back a Buccaneers team who gets to face Hurts, mangled finger, blitz heavy. Ooh. Buck stopped the run. They're going to dial up the blitz against a QB who's got a mangled hand. And then, yeah, the Eagles' defense, they don't get pressure. They're coached by Patricia. I will gladly continue my run late in the season betting against the Eagles any chance I get. I think this is going to be the last chance to do it. Costa Lock, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This guy is on fire. All right, let me give you a a little bit deeper of a cap. Maybe it doesn't matter. Well, first of all, I don't trust that the Eagles like each other. When you start talking about team bonding and rage rooms, you're fucked. This is a Todd Bowles game. Yeah. They are going to blitz the ever-living shit out of the Eagles. And you know who's been awful versus the Blitz? The Eagles. Jalen Hurts, his finger is on backwards. His knee is all messed up. Then I cap it the other way, and I go, oh, this vaunted pass rush and Baker's hurt. What pass rush? None. The Eagles' pass rush has withered and died in the last six weeks. The only thing more egregious than Matt Patricia's wardrobe choice is the defense that he runs. And I look at it, and I'm going... I'm getting the home team. I'm getting three points. I'm getting an ugly duckling that nobody wants because they only beat Carolina 9-0. Nobody's touching them. Why would I bet the Eagles here? What would what would compel me other than roster on paper look good? That, that I can't do that. I, Jim, I, I like the Bucs. I just don't like them as much as you. Now, 11 I, and 6 against the number this year and we capped it a little earlier in the week. This the Eagles feel like last year's Vikings. A team that was ripe for a first round exit. Terrible yeah. point differential even when they were winning and now a collapse late. I mean they're more dramatic uh, of a of a loser than even Minnesota was last season. At least Minnesota won their division and had a home playoff game. Yet why are the Eagles favored and why are they more favored? It's cuz the public is lapping it up. Oh, one one note. One note. I forgot. I like a total in the Lions game. Oh, okay. Let's go back. I didn't didn't pass it to you. What about under 52? I think it's a 28-24 game, which puts it right right on the line. So I am not betting it. I I appreciate you think there could be some tense energy, some early three and outs. Okay. And And I think two teams that do want to run the football. And the Lions, um, how do I say this politely? Uh, they find field goals abhorrent. 
Yep. Uh, I think there's a lot of variance here. So, yeah, if they go forward on fourth down and go five for six on fourth downs, it could shatter the total. But you know what else it could do? Just legitimately take points off of the board. Um, I think everyone's betting the over, which they are. 80% of tickets is on the over. 50% of the money is on the under. And at 52, you hit a point where I go, you know what? Now I got to start looking under. I just thought it was interesting, and I wanted to pass it along. That if you don't want to get involved in the emotion of the game, you don't like a side, there's no value on the number, I thought under 52 was interesting. As far as the Eagle game, sheepish lean to the Bucs. I got to get to Monday before I figure out what I'm doing. What about the total? Got to see if... Um... 43 and Earth a half. is on the, uh, yeah, or, you know, this is 91% of tickets, 96% of money's on the under. Yeah, stay away. Uh, this thing is trending down to 43 flat. Mm. I mean, if this thing gets to 42 by Monday, I probably go over. Zigzag. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I'll let it play. Uh, I also want to wait on the Bucks. I want to see if more public money comes in. The Monday night will be the chase spot mm. where people are bleeding, bleeding out of their eyeballs and their earlobes and their ass, and they're going to chase money. You wonder if they'll flash a three-and-a-half up there for the Bucks. I don't think it's so going to get there, but I, I suppose No, you're you probably could, right. Yeah. You're probably right, but you know what else isn't going to happen? I don't think it's going to go two-and-a-half either. So if I want to bet the game, I'll take the three Monday night. I'm not going to take well, and, it. And then wait and maybe even get more. Okay, so I don't know that I have all your plays. I tried to write as many of them down. Let's no, go no, through. you're good. I've been, I've been typing. Okay. I've been typing over here. Okay. Clickety-click-clack. Let's go through the card. Um, all right, here, here we go. Texans plus the two and a half and over 44. Pacheco TD. Now, these are the, the, the player props, so there's no, like, record to keep. Okay. But I'm going to dabble in props on this Kansas City game. Pacheco TD, minus 105. Pacheco over 63.5. Pacheco over 16.5. Chris Jones to get a sack. Damn near even money. Um, Under 36.5 in the Buffalo game. Your props, Najee Harris over 15.5 carries and an anytime TD, plus 105. Allen over 8.5 carries or over 35 yards or an anytime TD, plus 105. Packers, plus 7.5. Lean to the under 51. The Jake Ferguson Memorial, Jake Ferguson, plus 165, anytime TD. First TD, plus 1,200, gamble responsibly. Uh, Rams, plus the three. Under, 52. And I'll get to Monday when I get to Monday. I I really don't have anywhere I need to be on that game on a Friday morning. I can wait till Monday to get there, and I don't love either side. But it would be a lean the box taking your props out i've got you six record plays sides and totals sure. okay cool that sounds right my card texans with two and a half texans browns over we ride together to start the wild card weekend we ride i, I will take the chiefs lay in the four and a half i will take a bad number i cannot help myself seeing red bill Steelers under you and i are together on that packers seven and a half you and i are together on that jake ferguson anytime touchdown little player prop that i'll dabble in You've got the Rams, I've got the Lions laying the three, and I've got the Costa Lock on the Bucks plus three points on Monday night. Any teasers? There it is. Any teasers? Yeah. Oh, God. Any teasers? Texans, Are we could de- tease the Texans, right? Well, time out. Okay. Yes, but you have to be willing to do something that you don't want to do. What? I think one of the most teasable teams this weekend is the Rams. Oh, no. Jim, I'm sorry. But, like, again, leave your feelings at the door. We hit the teaser again last week. Do you want to win people money 
or do you want to feel good? Fuck feelings. Play the game. You play to win the game. Okay, we like teasing underdogs. If you tease We're them up, it gets the them to nine. Okay. Texans, Rams, Packers. Packers the Bucks. 13 and a half and the Bucks up to nine. Tease the Chiefs. Would you are you gonna as someone who is very hesitant to touch that game, you would be comfortable teasing a favorite? Yes. Okay. Just to get it to where can you win at home? Ugly at home, just losers. find a way. Yes. That's right. Okay. So we got five five team teaser. And I'll tell you the other one I don't mind. I don't mind it. Tease that over in the Texans game. You over could. 39? Come on. You could. Come on. What about you tease the so Bills? Tease the Bills down to uh no. no, no. See no. now now people, now he's losing his mind. See, it's the difference. He had the turkey well, the, sandwich. The only with reason the I brought bread. it up is you said I'm you starving. Did, you you liked the Bills, but you didn't think they'd cover a big number. We make it a small number, but you're right. But, but the problem is it's not over to keyest it, of it's, key. It still would be three and a half. You're right. Okay. We got five you teams, and, and if you want to throw bread. a total in, we're good. Jimmy, got any sandwich left? I'm waiting to eat it. I was being polite. Take a bite. Take a bite as we close the app. I'll tell everyone to rate, review, subscribe. People, listen to this man sink his teeth into this sandwich. Get right near that microphone. Wow, does that sound good? Doesn't that sound? You know what that sounds like? A winning wild card weekend. People, chew on that. That's cash the ticket. We are back with you on Monday, ready to roll. Everybody. Don't be an asshole, gamble responsibly, and all of that stuff.